0: Hello, hello, and welcome back to another episode of Inner Truth Tarot. I am your host, Esme. Over on Instagram the other day, I gave people a choice of what episode to have this week between working with threes and the story of the minor arcana, which is something I feel like isn't really talked about a whole lot people voted for working with threes by a narrow margin, only one by like 2%, but the people have spoken. So that's what we are getting into today. So this may be a little bit of a longer episode. I've got a lot to say. So grab a cup of tea, settle in, and let's talk about the threes. In the tarot deck, the threes are associated with growth, creativity, and manifestation. In traditional tarot decks, particularly RWS and those that are derived from Marseille, the threes are represented by the cards of the major arcana and the minor arcana. The major arcana cards represent major life lessons, spiritual growth, minor cards represent the day-to-day challenges. opportunities we encounter in our lives in the major arcana threes are represented by the empress the hanged man and the world when working with numerology the hanged man and the world reduce down to three we're not going to be going over those too much here in this episode because i have standalone episodes about those cards coming up We also recently did an episode about the Empress, so we're not going to be going too deep into that card either. But a quick little recap, the Empress is a card of growth, creativity, and nurturing. It represents abundance and fertility and the power of the natural world. The Hanged Man is a card of surrender and sacrifice, representing the need to let go of old patterns and beliefs in order to grow and develop. And the World is a card of completion and achievement, representing the end of a journey and the beginning of a new life phase. We're going to be mostly focusing today on the Minor Arcana. In the Minor Arcana, threes are represented by... The four suits of the deck, cups, swords, wands, and pentacles, and each suit has a three in it, much like each suit has every number from one to ten. In the cups, the three represents emotional growth, creativity, and expression. In swords, three represent the power of the mind and the ability to overcome challenges and obstacles and sometimes even betrayal and heartbreak. In wands, the threes represent the power of manifestation and the ability to create and achieve goals. And in pentacles, the three represents collaboration, teamwork, craftsmanship. So today we are going to be diving into the threes in the minor arcana. Without any further ado, let's get going. For some reason today, I'm feeling called to start with the Three of Cups and not entirely sure why, but that's what we're going to do. So the Three of Cups is a joyful and celebratory card in the tarot deck. It represents community, friendship, emotional fulfillment. The Three of Cups is a reminder that life is meant to be enjoyed and it's our connections with others which are an essential part of joy. In the story of the Minor Arcana, which we're going to be going over in the next episode, because I think it's really critical to get into that. Um, in the Three of Cups, you, when that card comes up, you understand or begin to gain an understanding that there is joy to be found in community. So we have the One of Cups, which is very much a card about yourself The two of cups in which the self starts to see that there is other, there's an external other, a singular other. And in the three of cups, you start to see that there's more than just other, there is the collective. And so for those reasons, the three of cups is a card of social connection and camaraderie. The Three of Cups really represents the bonds of friendship and joy that comes from sharing our lives with others, not just the one person we have latched onto in a totally codependent way, but with a group of people. Whether it's celebrating a milestone, enjoying a night out with friends, or simply spending time with loved ones, the Three of Cups reminds us that our relationships with others are what make life fulfilling. Another important theme of the Three of Cups is emotional fulfillment. This card represents the deep satisfaction and contentment that comes from being in the company of those we love. Whether we are surrounded by family, friends, or supportive community, the Three of Cups is a reminder that we're not alone and our connections with others can provide us with a sense of purpose and meaning and also support and sometimes direction. The Three of Cups is also a card of abundance and generosity. In the traditional Rider-Waite-Smith deck, the imagery includes three women cheersing with some chalices. And in this artistry, the women in the card are not hoarding their cups, but they're sharing them. They are offering this wine ostensibly to each other, and they are sharing in the abundance, this card, the three of of cups, reminds us that when we give freely of ourself and our resources, we create a sense of plenty that benefits everyone around us. And as we all know about the law of attraction, manifestation, energy working, what we put into the universe comes back to us. So while we are creating this plenty for others. We will be reaping those rewards later on as people feel so inclined to include us in their creation of plenty. When the Three of Cups appears in a tarot reading, it's a powerful message of joy and fulfillment. It encourages people to seek out and nurture relationships with others, to celebrate the good times, and to find ways to give back to the community. Whether we are experiencing a time of happiness or struggle, or maybe our struggle is internal and we're dealing with some difficult emotions, the Three of Cups is a great reminder that we are not alone. It is our connection with others that can help us navigate the ups and downs of life with grace and resilience. At its core, the Three of Swords is a difficult and painful card in the tarot deck. It often comes up in readings as representative of heartbreak and betrayal and emotional pain. In this card, in RWS decks and derivatives thereof, we see three swords piercing a heart, and this heart is often depicted as broken and bleeding. And this card's a reminder that life can be harsh and unforgiving and that we may experience deep pain and suffering at times. At its core, the 3 of swords is really about loss and sadness and the pain that comes from a deep emotional wound, whether it's a breakup, a betrayal, the loss of a loved one. The swords piercing the heart. Oh man, it's it's a powerful visual representation of the pain and damage that can be caused by emotional trauma. The other message that I often get from the Three of Swords is that not everybody is going to be on your side. So if you think about threes overarchingly in tarot, they are cards about, you know, creativity and community and camaraderie And the Three of Swords, while on its surface seems like an awfully painful card, is also a warning card that, you know, you need to be careful about who you trust. There are people out there who do not always have your best... I just lost all of my words. There are people who do not always have your best interests at heart. And the Three of Swords is a reminder of that when it comes up in a reading. Another important theme of the Three of Swords, though, is the need for acceptance and healing. And I just, I've been going through a lot of healing, uh, more than I was ready for, if I'm being honest. And the Three of Swords came up for me, and it it was a nice reminder that while... I cannot always control what happens in life. I can control my response to what happens in life. So I'm a big believer that I can control my mind. My mind does not get to control me. The three of swords feels very symbolic of that to me. Because this is telling us, you know, we we can't control what happened, but we can control how we react we can control how we respond and how we move forward and it is of course always important to acknowledge our pain and allow ourselves space to grieve especially if you're dealing with loss and trauma it's also important to find ways to move forward and heal from emotional wounds and the three of swords it's also a card of truth and clarity because while painful The events that lead to emotional trauma reveal important truths about ourselves and our relationships with others. Because remember, the threes, we've got a lot of community and collaboration going on in all of the threes in the tarot deck. And with the three of swords, it can be a reminder of our relationships with others need to be examined. When the Three of Swords appears in a tarot reading, I find it's usually a powerful message about pain and sorrow, and it's coming up because the querent really needs to acknowledge their emotions and also seek out support and healing from those around them. The Three of Swords, whether we are dealing with a difficult breakup, the betrayal of a friend, uh, the loss of a loved one, It is a reminder that we are not alone in our pain, that other people in the world go through what we are going through. And in that, there is hope. There is always hope for healing and recovery. The events that lead to pain, I believe, should be examined so that we can uncover what it is about the pain that hurts us so. So I mean, maybe that's not the best way of putting it. I believe it's important to understand what causes us pain and why those events, those triggers cause us pain. Only through starting to understand why we feel the way we feel are we able to then arm ourselves with the tools and the resources and the knowledge and the support systems to do something about it, to conquer it. So, for example, um, let's use a a menial one here. Um, Hearing that your closest friend has actually been trash-talking you behind your back. That feeling of betrayal is very real. And when you think that you have someone on your side and then you find out later that you don't, it's hard. It's a hard pill to swallow. But as we learn in Buddhist teachings, we are not hurt by their actions. What we're actually hurt by is our expectation of that person. We are hurt by the person not living up to the way that we expected them to or needed them to live up. So we have this friend who goes and runs their mouth. Is that necessarily about us? Are their actions of gossiping about us actually about us? Or is it about their need for attention and validation from others? Are they doing this because they need to be seen as someone who has the inside scoop, as someone who is a source for information? In so doing, that can make them feel worthy. That can help boost their self-esteem. It can help validate them and their reasons for getting up in the morning. We need to remember that not everybody has a reason to get out of bed, right? So there are so many people in this world who get their fulfillment by the attention given to them from others. And if they're not getting that attention in healthy ways, they often turn to unhealthy ways to generate this attention. And I'm speaking from experience here, I have been that person. I have been in the situation where I was feeling unseen and unappreciated and unloved and needy. And so I would go out of my way to get attention, to make me feel better about myself. In reality, it had nothing to do with other people. It was entirely about me and my lack of self-worth, my lack of confidence, my lack of value. Knowing that when I see someone is trashing someone else speaking poorly about someone else, spreading lies and slander, I I think about how they must hurt inside in order to do those things, in order to get that kind of attention, in order to engage in that kind of behavior. So when we are hurt by someone's betrayal like that and the Three of Swords comes up in a reading about what we're going through, I think it is important to look at the betrayal and the source of the pain caused by the betrayal so we understand why we feel what we feel. Because when you understand the reason someone is treating you the way they're treating you because they are empty inside and not because they're out to get you, it reframes the way you think about the situation. It reframes the way you engage with them and the way that you interact moving forward. You may choose to just be more guarded with your knowledge, with your words, but in the end, you can move forward knowing whether you keep that relationship or not, that their behavior was not a reflection of you, it was entirely a reflection of them. Being a three, the three of wands has an undercurrent of collaboration and community. This card reminds us that we cannot achieve success on our own, but we must be willing to work with others to build relationships and to create synergies that will help us achieve our goals. At its core, the three of wands is a card of foresight and planning. It reminds us that in order to achieve our goals, we must be willing to take risks Explore new possibilities, be open to change, and also be patient. One of the key themes with the Three of Wands is expansion. This card encourages us to think beyond our current limitations and embrace new challenges and opportunities. Whether in our personal or professional lives, the Three of Wands is a reminder that we are capable of achieving great things together that by taking risks and pushing ourselves out of our comfort zones, we can achieve success. And as I mentioned a moment ago, another important theme of the Three of Wands is patience. If you look at the artistry on the RWS deck and many of its derivatives, you'll see a figure standing at the shore looking out at ships on the sea. Every time I see this, it says to me, You're waiting for your ship to come in. I think if the Three of Wands could be summed up for me in one phrase, it would be just that. Waiting for your ship to come in. While success may be on the horizon, it may not come quickly or easily. And the Three of Wands reminds us that we must be willing to put in the work, to persevere in face of obstacles, collaborate, and have faith that our efforts will be rewarded in the end. When the Three of Wands appears in a tarot reading, it is a powerful message of hope and possibility. This card encourages us to stay focused on our goals, have patience, be open to new opportunities, and to have faith in ourselves and our abilities. Whether we are starting a new project, embarking on a new career path, or simply seeking to grow and develop as the vibrant individuals that we are, the Three of Wands is a reminder that success is within our reach if we are willing to work for it and also be patient. The Three of Wands for me its one of those cards that's full of emotion. I see a Three of Wands come up and I'm like, oh, man, you're trying to tell me something, aren't you? Like, of course all cards are. And I just look at it in a reading and I'm like, you know... I need to be patient, and also it will behoove me to seek the collaborative resources that are available to me for whatever project, passion project, of which I have many, I may be currently focusing on. There is some debate among tarot readers about whether the ships are coming or going in the image on the RWS deck. I believe they are either coming or going, depending on the other cards in the tarot spread. So if you are doing a spread about how a project is going to go, you may see the Three of Wands come up and view it as you are watching your ships leave the harbor. And they're going to go out, they're going to do their thing, and then eventually they will come back for you. If you are doing a reading about how a project is going to go that you've already done, you've already put the work out there, you're just waiting for it to manifest, then it's like you're waiting for the ships to come in. I find that this is more often than not the interpretation, mostly because of the questions that I seem to get asked by queerance and the way that tarot readings tend to go, at least in my circles, where people are like, man, I, I've been doing this thing and I just, I really want to know what's next. Like, what can I expect? So often when I do tarot readings, it is not about things that people want to do, but things that people have done and they're they want to know What lies ahead? Sometimes we get, uh, by we I mean me, um, big questions about, you know, other people, about careers, um, about money, about health, uh, things that I often don't like to do readings on, if I'm being honest. Um, I don't like to do readings about health or finances or legal issues. But sometimes the cards tell you what the cards feel like they need to tell you. For some reason, I seem to attract queerants who have some anxiety and they're trying to get answers and the anxious voice in their head is keeping them from achieving any peace in the interim while they're waiting for this thing that they put out into the universe to manifest. If those are not the kind of queerants that you have if you're reading for others, or if that's not the way that you want to look at the cards, then the Three of Wands may very well have the interpretation of you are putting, you are releasing the ships from the harbor. They're going out in the world. And now you're in a waiting game to see what's going to come of that. <laughs> The Three of Pentacles, also being a three, does have underlying messages of collaboration and teamwork, but with the added layer of craftsmanship. The Three of Pentacles is a reminder that we are all capable of achieving great things when we work together, combine our skills, and combine our expertise. The Three of Pentacles is a card for me of cooperation and mutual support. It represents the power of collaboration and the importance of working together towards a common goal. When we combine our skills and our talents, we can achieve far more than we ever could alone. And that is one of the most beautiful things about being a human. Another important thing of the Three of Pentacles is its craftsmanship. So this is a layer that differentiates the Three of Pentacles from the other threes, which do also have that undercurrent of collaboration. The craftsmanship and the attention to detail is something that I think is very important for people who are trying to grow and nurture the tangible so remember the pentacles are all about the physical so what you can feel what you can see what you can smell what you can taste so that it's often about money the pentacles are coming up in reading it's all the time about money and about success and career and financial safety but it's also about what you can experience in this life. So the pentacles is about the physical. So the element of the suit of pentacles is earth. And I find that as a a really good analogy for the suit. So anything that you can touch, taste, feel, hear, see is represented by the suit of pentacles. And this includes yourself. So while we have... The most typical interpretation of the suit as being that of money, it's also about you, about the physical body that you inhabit. It is about this human suit that you incarnated in so you could experience this world in which we live. This world in which you are able to experience lessons only available to humans You incarnated in this human suit for a reason, and it is because your soul needed to learn something that you couldn't learn as anybody else. You elected for this. You chose this path. And this physical body that you are in is also represented by the suit of pentacles. Without this physical body, you would be completely unable to earn money for one thing and you just you wouldn't be living in this material realm where money is even a concern you would be existing in the ether you may have incarnated as a different being perhaps so I think it's an important nuance that is often lost about the suit of pentacles when you just look at it as being about money because It is, but it's really about everything that comes with that. Everything that comes with money and having access to money and the importance of money in your life in the first place. You only need money because you're here having this experience that you signed up for. You don't necessarily need money in any other incarnation that you were to do. So I think of the pentacles And especially the three of pentacles, you know, this is a card that is about the craftsmanship and attention to detail and collaboration and teamwork around the physical. And the physical are, there's many powerful lessons that come with that. They get overlooked and those are also related to your physical well-being. So not the, not the three of pentacles, but the queen of pentacles is a card of self-care, of nourishing yourself, of taking time to nurture your physical body so that you can go forth and you can prosper financially and you can experience all that this material realm has to offer. It, The three of pentacles, going back to the three here, is a reminder that when we put in the time and effort to do something well and to collaborate with others, we can create something truly beautiful and meaningful. And it does so on the premise that you can achieve great things with yourself and with one other person, say your partner, but the real power comes in from bringing in other. So when it goes from just being you and one other person to three people, That's where some real magic starts to happen. Some real wheels start to turn there. The Three of Pentacles, because of its innate tangibility, or if that's even a word, because of its energy of the tangible, I should say, the Three of Pentacles is also a card of recognition and reward and also recognizing how challenging it is to collaborate effectively But when you do collaborate effectively, your efforts are noticed, appreciated by others, and you are often rewarded. And because of that, this card encourages us to take pride in our work, seek out recognition and validation when it is deserved. But also, this card in and of itself is a reminder that these great things that we are working towards come when we open up our minds and our hearts and our Uh, Experience in this world to someone else, to a third party that can really come in and help you grow and flourish. So, my coffee shop is a great example. My partner and I do the lion's share of the work, but it wouldn't be possible without other, without collaborating with some people who have now become very close to us. Without those other people we couldn't do it like this this wouldn't be possible like there is no way that we could pull it off the three of pentacles is here to remind us of the importance of that collaboration and also it is hard and when we do it though we often are rewarded richly also, one last note while I'm thinking about it, when the Three of Pentacles appears in a tarot reading, it is for me a, an encouragement to seek out those who share the same goals and values and to come together to work towards a common purpose. So this is a card that comes to me and it's really about the values. It's about being in alignment with other people in order to achieve the common goal, whether it's a creative project or building a business or pursuing a personal passion. When we work together, we can achieve great things. The Three of Pentacles is a fantastic reminder of that. Even though it is challenging, even though there are times where we feel like we really just cannot stand to work with anybody else, the Three of Pentacles also will say hey you know if you can do this if you put in this hard work to collaborate with someone else you will be rewarded for it because in this material world the world that is currently governed by the mysterious rules of the universe that we do not fully understand we do see, at least anecdotally, that what goes around comes around. So what we put out into the universe comes back to us. The Three of Pentacles is a reminder that when we collaborate with others, they are collaborating with us. When you work with threes in a tarot reading, there is nuance, just like with any card. And I want to go over just a little bit of that. While there are no rules in tarot, I do consider these as just like basic guidelines of how to handle threes when they pop up. So first and foremost, it is always important to consider the context of the reading and the position of the card in the spread like you always do. The meaning of the three in question will depend on the question being asked and the other cards in the spread. So just here's a few general guidelines that I tend to stick to when working with threes. And these are for any three, no matter what the suit is. So threes in the past position in a tarot spread, to me indicate a time of growth and creativity in the querent's life, like earlier than quote, recent history. So this could be, you know, six months ago, this could be a few years ago, but this is not usually within the same week. So when we're looking at the past in a situation, um, the past is often relative, I mean, as time is, because time's fictional. Um, but the um, when we look at the past in a tarot reading, what we're really interested in is going a little bit further back than what the conscious mind can really grab onto. And the timeline for that will vary also based on the question that is being asked. So if you're looking at the history of someone's marriage, and they've been married for 25 years, the past position in the spread may very well indicate something that happened in like year 23 or a shift in the energies right after they got back from their honeymoon. So it could be in the very distant past. It is usually beyond the last six months. Not always, but usually. So it's usually a substantial amount of time removed from the current moment in which we are doing the reading. so a three in the past, it may indicate a time of growth and creativity in that in the querent's life. Sometime before six months ago, usually, and it may also indicate a time of completion or achievement or collaboration, a time when teamwork really helped the querent grow and evolve. In the present, which is a capsule that we use to refer to usually what's going on in what the querent can see ahead of them within a week or so, and in addition to today, and also in about the week or so preceding the time of the reading. Now, again, there are no rules in tarot. These are just guidelines. And again, depending on the question, what block of time turns out to be the present will vary. And for some people, what turns out to be the present is literally that one day. Or it is an entire month. It could be an entire year. It really depends on the question that's being asked, the energies that are being pulled in, in order to get to the bottom of these questions. And there's really no hard and fast rule that I can give you on that. Because it is so situational. And if you're not reading for other people... That's totally fine. Um, In fact, when it comes to figuring out timings, that may be more helpful to you because when you look at the present, you will likely know what amount of time you're looking at, whether it's just today, this month, or this year. Um, Now, again, time is relative. This is a whole thing we can get into if I feel like doing an episode about physics, quantum mechanics, the whole shebang um but don't get too don't get too fixated on the present because it is nebulous just like the past is just like the future is so when a three appears in the position of the present in a tarot reading typically a three card spread this may indicate a time of growth and creativity the need to let go of old patterns and beliefs in order to move out of the current situation. It may also indicate the importance of allowing others in to help you in order to move out of the current situation that you find yourself in. Threes in the future. Again, this is nebulous. Um, The future may be next week next month, next year, could be 10 years from now. I've had readings done by others where something comes up in the future and I'm waiting and I'm waiting and waiting and it never happens. And I eventually like, oh, okay, well, you know, for whatever reason, that reading didn't manifest. And then like seven years later, it happened. So um, the future, again, like the past, present is nebulous. When a three appears in a position of the future, It can indicate a time of growth and creativity that is coming up in one's life. And it can also indicate the need to communicate and collaborate and be a team with others. So you see that this is on the horizon. You may not necessarily know what that is going to look like, but you can see in the future that there may be a need for this. Um, A a couple other notes. So if you are doing a reading with um, an advice position and an outcome position, threes can also be really useful there as well. Threes in the advice position may indicate the need to be creative and innovative in order to overcome challenges and achieve one's goals. It can also indicate the need to let go of old patterns and beliefs in order to move forward and it can also indicate the importance of collaborating with others to help you achieve your success and remember also with threes what goes around comes around so when you are collaborating with others they are collaborating with you and a three in the advice position can be a reminder that you you need to stop being all about yourself and also make room for others to come in threes in the outcome position May indicate that there is a time of completion or achievement on the horizon. So this is very similar to um, the future position, Uh, just some spreads worded a little bit differently. And it can also indicate the need to be creative and innovative in order to achieve your goals and the need to collaborate with others. So you will notice here that there is a lot of similarity between the future, the advice, and the outcome. And The only reason I'm even bringing up advice and outcome is because, um, someone asked me, um, on Instagram DMs the other day, um, what, what it means when, I think we we were talking about sevens. Um, but anyway, so they had mentioned the advice and the outcome position, which comes up in a lot of tarot spreads, not all of them. And, um, I just thought it would be good to hit on it in this episode. Now, the a few more thoughts I have about threes before we wrap up for today is that threes can provide valuable insights into our lives and our relationships because they can help us grow, they can help us develop as individuals, and they do that by doing a few things. So, they encourage creativity. The number three is often associated with creativity, innovation, And the threes and tarot's reflect that association. It encourages us to think outside the box, to explore new ideas and approaches, to tap into our innate creativity. And by embracing this creative potential, we find new solutions to problems, discover new passions and develop our skills. Threes also promote growth and development. So threes represent a time of expansion and progress. And we're going to go over this in much more detail in the next episode, which is no longer going to be about the Emperor, but is going to be about the story of the Minor Arcana, because I think this is really important to cover. So when you are working your way through the Minor Arcana, you will find that there is a substantial amount of growth and expansion that happens in the threes. And this is something that is challenging for a lot of people, myself included. I don't know about y'all, but I am my own worst enemy. And if I'm not forced to reprogram my mental states and my emotions, then I don't. And I stay stuck in the same habits and patterns that were not serving me. And the way that I tend to get out of those situations has been by collaborating with others. It has been by allowing in other people to help me grow and become the person that I am here to become. So during this time of expansion and progress as represented by the threes, we get to push past our limitations. We get to reach for new heights. We get to embrace growth opportunities and challenge ourselves to become better versions of ourselves, to overcome our obstacles And achieve our goals. I would not be the person I am today if it weren't for the people that I allowed into my life while I was in the state of the three, while I was trying to expand and grow. I had to let other people in. I had to move from the two to the three, which again, we're going to go over in the next episode. Um, And that changed me dramatically. I am a completely different person than I was two years ago. I'm a completely different person than I was six months ago. We are always growing and changing and the threes can really hold up a mirror and be like, so hey, look, you you need to do this in order to get to where you want to be. And that missing piece is usually collaboration. And because of that, threes are a powerful Reminder that we need to nurture our relationships. The threes represent this time of abundance of giving and receiving and nurturing the connections that we have with others and the importance of doing so, which, like I said, can be a challenge. By focusing on the positive aspects of our relationships, by nurturing them with care and attention, we strengthen our bonds and deepen our connections with the world around us. And finally, threes can help us embrace change. There are a lot of cards in the tarot deck that are going to reach up and smack you, and the threes, I think, are pretty high on that list. Um, incidentally, also fives and sevens, so it seems to be the odd-numbered cards for me um, that really go up and be like, yo, look, here's what's going on. Um, but they do, and the threes really represent that time of transition and growth because we have to let go of the old patterns and the old beliefs in order to move forward. By embracing the change, we can open up ourselves to new opportunities and experiences. And this allows us to grow and evolve in ways that, that we never really thought possible. And this is the beauty of the threes. The threes show us what it is we need to do to get from here to there. And also sometimes they smack you silly because you're ignoring the people around you who would be on your side, who would be part of your team, who would collaborate with you. Anyway, I have so many more thoughts. I don't want this to turn into a full hour long episode. So we are going to wrap up. I would love to hear from you and hear what threes appear most commonly in your readings because I think it's going to be really interesting if you start to keep track of that or maybe go through your phone and see the pictures of your readings. See what threes come out the most for you. I I would be so intrigued. Thank you, thank you, thank you so much for tuning into this episode. I have really enjoyed it. I do apologize for how late it is getting out. This has been a ridiculous work week. One of the colleges is on spring break, I've been working extra, and we had catering. So many apologies. I do hope to be back on the schedule that I've been trying to achieve here very shortly. Thank you so much for your patience. I might as well just say new episodes will be out whenever the spirit moves me, but that doesn't seem fair to you guys who are waiting around to see when there's an episode. And with all that said, I will also be better about posting updates about when episodes are going to be airing on um, on my Instagram, which is inner.truth.tarot. I do have some emotional issues right now about social media. I have learned way too much recently about how the phones, which are amazing tools for communication, but how they track you, how they spy on you. Uh, Technology's always been a passion of mine. My parents were both programmers and I had quite a career as a programmer and a web designer until I got into the whole coffee shop thing. And um, yeah, I've just been fascinated by how much access our phones have to our conversations, to our locations, how we give them this access, how we often can't revoke this access, even though the phone tells us that we can. What do the phone companies do with this information? Where is this information being stored? How is it being used? I've got a lot of questions. I've been doing a lot of digging. And the more I dig, the more I become really anti-social media. That said, I do recognize that it's also a powerful tool for collaborating and for communication and for teamwork and, you know, things that we talked about in today's episode. So I'm trying to resist my urge to delete all of my social media and go back to a stupid phone. Um, and that said, please be patient with me as I s- try to figure out a... Healthy way to use social media that perhaps does not involve having these apps on my phone 24/7. So, with um, with that said, I will try to be posting uh, updates about when there are new episodes. If there's going to be any deviation from the schedule, I do, I do so apologize. As you're all aware, this is not my full-time occupation; far from it, and. We are in this stage of life, in this season where my career takes more than its fair share of my time and energy. Thank you for sticking with me. Thank you for being patient. I am so deeply grateful that you are here with me, that you give me some of your your very, I'm sure, in much demand time. I recognize there are other things you could be doing with your listening time and I'm deeply honored that you choose to share some of it here with me. I will be back here soon, as soon as I can possibly be back. And until then, may your card speak to you the way you speak to others.